Okay, everybody, we are live again. It is Sunday, June 28th. We are about to start another uh, voice session uh, group podcast. I'm going to put out an announcement here in a second, and we're going to see who all wants to come over and join and see how interesting a conversation we can have today. So the announcement has now been put out. And we'll see who all comes over. And here they come. Welcome. How is everybody? Good. So we got Pekka, June. Yo. Yo. Hello. Small. Q. Zap. Panda. We got a lot of people here. Most of them won't talk. But we got some that will. So what have you guys been talking about over in the public voice? All right, we're talking about how iPhone is better than Samsung. (laughs) No, we're not. (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) iPhone sucks. How? (laughs) Really? How? iPhone is perfect for old people that don't know how to use a cell phone or are afraid to mess up a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> June, June, here's a question for you. How is Bugs Podcast coming along? It's nice, right? Like, how's the quality? It's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I'm yeah, because it's recorded with a Samsung. Because he uses an iPhone, uh, Samsung. So there's a, a debate going on over which phone's better? iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yes. iPhone iPhone uh, is not. Home. Uh, iPhone. iPhones are more adorable, more simple, and better. Yeah, yeah. Much better performance. Better camera, yeah, for people. iPhones are definitely for people that have simplified brains that don't know how to operate a real tech- no. technologically advanced phone. <laughs> Alright, but like, that's good. No. Okay. I agree with the that Apple is simple. I mean, Apple, uh, yeah, iPhone is simple. But you see, people like us, we like to customize it. We like to add widgets. We like to, you know, install different kind of like, what, what was it? What is Samsung phone? It's Android, and then there is launchers. Uh, I just want better performance and camera. That's it. You can and root the why... phone, and by rooting the phone, will allow you to install different operating systems, different versions that other people have created. Um, there's just so much more you can, more, more potential that could be unlocked with an iPhone versus a Apple. Apple's for somebody who doesn't want to use their brain and just wants a phone to send messages back and forth and make a phone call. Something wrong with that. Spend, and want to spend an arm and a leg to buy a phone just to do those mm-hmm. two things. All right, but like, does phones are the best? Does that FaceTime though? FaceTime. Okay, we can start a third party. No, we don't have FaceTime, but we don't need FaceTime because uh, Google Google already has their own version of FaceTime. Yeah. So so what? We don't have the thing that's called FaceTime, but Google has their own uh their own program for FaceTime. All right, have you guys ever heard of Game Pigeon? 
No. no. Well, Samsung Galaxy have game launcher. It's about the same thing. You could you could play games on text message with your friends. And, Ooh, you can yeah, do that on yeah, Facebook yeah. Messenger. Oh, 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 there is an app for that. <laughs> but nobody has Facebook though. Well, not not kids like me. Yeah, you and I don't Facebook have. Which is too old. <laughs> also, you know what you know what sucks about like um texting with iPhone and Samsung in the same conversation. What? What? Whenever um, like if you're texting an iPhone to iPhone, the message is like blue, and you could do whatever with it. But like yeah. when Samsung, it's like green. Oh, I like so? iPhone because what's the difference? Because of the performance. Because because the performance is much better. Because when it when you do iPhone to iPhone, you can like hold the text message and like have a reaction to it. There is a podcast question for Buck. Uh, yeah, I think we answered this question yesterday. How do you... Yeah, so we from Fizzy Pop, he yeah. posted, how do you think the world will handle the coronavirus? We answered that the other day. Uh, I yeah, have a good question. Just, I believe the, the new episode just came out. It came out a couple yes. hours ago, actually. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, it came out this morning. Yep, it just came out. I'm still waiting on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast to approve the channel so that it would start posting my episodes on there. But from what I keep reading on it, I mean, everything's set up. The RSS feed is set up, but they have to approve it. And they said it could take up to several days uh, before it gets approved. Um, so probably about a week or so until... They're available on Apple and Google. Uh, Tech got... just had a question. Do you think Android will take care of iOS? It already has. No. Not in the US. It already yeah, has. I do agree with what. Samsung so made the most sales last year. There was oh like 1,000 Android phones last year. Lisa joined. Unfortunately, I don't think Android will overtake iOS, and this is my reasoning behind that. Because there's a lot of dumb people in the United States of America that don't understand the true greatness of Android. <laughs> I believe that is so wow. as long as you have idiotic people in the world. iPhone. You're so funny. I did sell my soul to iPhone. Well, Lisa's the only exception. <laughs> She's one of the few people that has an intelligent mind, but still somehow that little uh, stupidity in her mind still said to sell her soul. It did. <laughs> she sold my soul to Apple. See, even yeah. Apple music can agree. Once you go Apple, you're gone. You ain't coming back, bro. They sell wheels for $700. So, yeah. So, another question somebody posted was, I mean, I believe sometimes <laughs> Apple uses some of Samsung's products, like the chips and the devices. Well, the, the they use the screens. Up. They don't use so? chips anymore because uh, uh, Apple just recently went to making their own uh, chips for their phones. But they still use some of Samsung's screens. Unless, unless now, they started uh, making their own. 
Yeah, there's a, a screen for good the lower end devices over there on the screen side. The fact is that even though Samsung screen is being used by Apple, it's not like Samsung can directly sell that same screen to anybody out there. It's not like that. And even those screens are made by uh, following the Apple's uh, guidelines. So it's completely how Apple wants them to be, and it's completely owned by Apple, even if uh, Samsung's manufacturing it. Nobody has the right to use it. It's different. Yeah, but if they wanted to make their own screens, they could at least learn to manufacture their own screens. Who knows? Maybe in the near future. They're already taking uh, their... Not to mention Samsung's probably one of the biggest, you know, superpowers as far as it comes to technology in the world. I mean, look at it. Samsung has, you know, various different... Uh, lines of telephones, brands of telephones. They make TVs. They make air conditioners. They build yeah. apartment complexes. They build their. They got their own car lineup. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. In South yeah, Korea, they even make. They tanks. manufacture yeah. their own Samsung cars, and they. Yeah, they own even make tanks complex. for army. Yeah. I but mean, where they've Samsung got the VR lacked- realm. They got the VR realm in locked. I mean, you're, you don't see much about VR when it comes to uh, Apple. You don't see <laughs> people with Apple phones being able to use VR that much. Samsung's been on the I VR. Have, I've had since. bad experiences with a Samsung phone. Okay, um, here's the thing. Even though Samsung's business is spread a lot more than Apple, uh, this is where Apple's strength is they are more focused over what they're doing and it's not how many things you do and how vastly spread you are for apple it's more innovative in apple uh samsung has not been innovative samsung has not been innovative in a lot of ways they have been copying the smartphone industry things yeah kind of you're right every single single update is just stealing new features from android Apple is the first one who came with a, a glass touchscreen. That's yeah. where Gorilla Glass was yeah, first adapted. Yeah, I, yep, that's true. It was years ago. We were talking about that. And when, I, and when I the first that. iPhone I was released, quite, um, Samsung released the iPod something like that. No, yeah, exactly. Samsung released yeah. their yeah. some kind of stealing idea I about caught, iPod. Yeah. iPod, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I agree the point where at first... Um, Apple is actually really innovative. They came out with their AirPods, yeah, not AirPods, sorry, their and iPods, AirPods, their iPhone, their iPad, iPods, and yeah. then Samsung, yeah, yeah, and then Samsung came in. They're like, oh, let's make a smartphone, and then maybe they stole some ideas. Who knows? And then they and definitely steal the tablet idea, and so yeah, not gonna lie, they I, were pretty I will give it the, I will give Apple a benefit of the doubt. When it comes to, like I've said, when it comes to iPads and tablets, they have mastered the tablet realm as far as coming out with probably the most superior tablets that are on the market right now. And that's the one thing that they are excellent in because Android is still behind the eight ball when it comes to making 
uh, good tablets that aren't lagging or, you know, have some sort of weakness or anything in it. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but even uh, if you have, if you're using a Android phone, and then let's say using for five years, the phone gets old, so you won't yeah. get, you won't get system updates, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But from what I know, Apple will keep on pushing new system updates to even to their old phones, which kind of forces the old phones to get keep on getting laggy and laggier. Yeah, because they're trying to force you. But I mean, that's the same thing with Android. Android will do the same thing. Um, to an extent, they'll stop pushing like the newest O operating system upgrades, but they'll still push security upgrades. And all it is in Windows and Mac OS systems for the computers do the same thing as well. After a certain time, they'll push updates to lag your computer down or lag your phone down to make it slower so it forces you to have to go out and buy the latest and greatest model. If they didn't buy do the that, they wouldn't anyway. make any money. Huh? I always buy the latest one anyway. Oh, I know. I know. I, I'm guilty of it too. But I don't wait. That's, <laughs> that's the purpose behind it. Um, and I'm more willing to purchase a new phone every year than I am to buy a new computer every year um so what i do i'll shut off the automatic updates and stuff for the computers because i don't want them slowing it down because although i can easily go in and wipe the hard drive and reinstall a new operating system or linux system or whatever i want and start over i don't want to have to do all that that's a pain in the ass sometimes um so it's easier just to sh- turn off the automatic updates so they don't bog your computer down. All right. So I don't I don't know if I want to take this to the next level, but since you're an Android fan, right, would you go yeah. for Samsung or Huawei? Like, Samsung. do you feel there's a well, difference? Huawei's pretty good. Yeah, Huawei Huawei's pretty good. It hasn't Huawei. got any Google apps anymore. No, the oh, P40 yeah. Pro... Wait, there's a P40 Plus, right? No, but it hasn't got Google Apps. There's no Gmail. There's no Google Apps. Oh, wait, anymore. really? It's all Huawei. Oh, apps. that's they right. Have own, Huawei have their own system. So yeah. you yeah. have to use Google or like, Gmail. You have, to read, you have to download the app by yourself. No, yeah, no, no. Here's no, where no. I think the problem of usability comes. This is where Apple software and the hardware and everything related to Apple is more usability, user experience concerned than Android or anything else. Uh, Apple is one in usability. Android is second in usability and user experience. And then Huawei is third. You, I don't even want to use it because there is no user experience benefits in Huawei except for good photography. Well, the thing is with Huawei is Huawei's got, obviously, it's made by China. And so majority of the software that's in there is, you know, they're stealing your information. They're stealing your data. I mean, not to say that Google and Apple and all them don't, but Huawei, in my opinion, and I, without digging into the facts and, you know, going into the whole you know, genetics of it all, whatever, uh, the information of it all, just based off of what I've heard and seen, uh, Huawei just seems more of a privacy concern to me than what Android or Apple is currently. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Cause, well, I mean, phone wise, they're coming out with some nice looking phones, and it is intriguing. But I mean, I haven't personally owned one, so I don't know what the performance wise of the phones and how it compares to the latest uh, Samsung or the latest Android phone. So I'm not sure where it stands compatibility wise or technology technology wise. Uh, to the latest phones that everybody uses, but I mean, I mean, I I like that there's a new uh, cell phone, you know, company that's trying to get into the market of cell phones. But I'm still sketchy about getting a phone from China. All right. So, have you ever heard of OnePlus? No, I heard yeah, it's good. OnePlus is also a Chinese company. But it's a very yeah. good. Yeah, it's also company. a Chinese phone company. Yeah, it's a bit like high. all phone companies are Chinese company. Are not all. Made not all. No, well, almost. They're made also, in China. Almost. Yeah, they're made no, in China. Like Samsung it's is made in, in Korea. California. It's made everywhere. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's made everywhere. Uh, OnePlus so, is a. Yeah. Is OnePlus a Chinese company? It's, it's a very respected yeah, Chinese, Chinese company. Yeah, I mean, why? I don't understand the point of effect. I mean, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but I don't understand how come Huawei is getting the heat for privacy issues yeah. where, you know, at the same time, um, I know, right? OnePlus yeah. is also a China company that, you know, doesn't receive any, yeah. any privacy heat, I'd say. It's yeah. not about being a Chinese company. It's about as a company what you've done. Huawei, with their previous software uh, releases, when they were a part of the Android um, contract and they used the Android operating system, um, they did some shady stuff back then. Uh, so that is when Google had to break their contract with Huawei. And I think they didn't is... want to. Yeah, go on. Um, it's more like a reputation thing. So the U.S. government, like security, um, warned that Huawei were using backdoor equipment on their mobile phones to get like uh, to create a security breach, and that they could work with the Chinese government to, for that to happen. And then Huawei kind of like counter responded with, "Well, there's no, the U.S. haven't produced any evidence." that they were working with the Chinese, although that was the case. So it's kind of like once you hear something, um, it's hard to dispel that belief. Yeah. If that makes sense. So right. they may right. not be using it as a backdoor into getting um, people's security information. However, because the US security forces said it's potential it could happen without backing up with physical evidence, everyone believes them. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Valid point. Yeah, exactly. Um, they were claimed to do this stuff even if there's no strong evidence, just there was uh, these security issues. And they didn't uh, tend to fix those quickly. No. Even if Google didn't want to break the contract with them, it's because of the U.S. government that they had to break. They they forced them. They forced them to break the contract. So. So uh, another question that was posted in the question channel was: Facebook also stole data as well. Uh, from the election, so it's it's hard to say because it was never 
There was evidence to prove that Facebook, you know, Russians were, you know, creating Facebook accounts and doing all this and trying to persuade voters into voting a certain way. But there was also no sufficient evidence to show or support that that changed people's votes or that it rigged the election in any way. What happened? Why'd everybody go mute? No, it's hmm? just that I'm not really, I'm not really, um, let's say, properly educated regarding this topic, so I wouldn't want to give silly comments. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've heard stories, but, like, I think that's where, I think that's the big issue with today's society is, you know, internet has blown up. I mean, you think about it, like, you know, from 20 years ago when frickin' uh, the whole Y2K saying, thing came around, everybody thought the world was going to, or there was going to be a huge technological uh, collapse in society and, you know, all of this. This was right at the boom area of internet and technology and all that. And you think about it, like think back just 20 years from now, for those who can remember 20 years from now, uh, mm -hmm. 20 years from now or 20 years in the, in the past. Uh, so go back to 2000 and in the year 2000, we were still using AOL. We were still using dial up internet computers just, you know, a few years before then computers became, you know, a reasonable price for people and families to purchase a computer, put in their home, you know, connect up an AOL or Netscape or whatever to get dial up internet. And it just started becoming a household thing and everything blew up. And then now you look 20 years later, and we've got, you know, drones, we've got robots, we've got, you know, virtual reality, we've got 5G cell phone capabilities. I mean, hell, in the 2000s, pagers were still a big thing. Everybody was using pagers. And now you look now and nobody's using that stuff anymore. So, so with the advancement in technology so fast, the... What what's happened is the regulations and uh, how to control information being put out online is far behind the curve than what it should be. Um, it's easy to make regulations and laws and stuff like that for how to interact in day to day life. You know, you know, no robbing, no looting. These are bad. This is good. Online, everything just moves so quickly that it's hard for lawmakers or whoever companies to keep up and make their own uh, laws and rules and procedures. But the thing that gets it is, is politics plays a huge role into it. So you'll have all these politics on the left and the right that will throw money into certain platforms and make them sway how they build their rules or their platform and they sway it based off of their agenda. So like Facebook, even though they claim to not be, uh, they claim to be biased and not have 
choose a side. Twitter's the same way, but yet they will ban people from their platform who are, say, conservative based off of something they said. But if a, somebody who's liberal or Democrat goes on and says the same thing, they won't get banned. So Depends they, how extreme they are, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. But then you also got to look at it in the sense of majority of the people that work at these companies and the corporations, majority of them all come from a liberal state like Facebook and Twitter and all of them. Their headquarters are all in blue states or Democratic states, California, freaking places like that. And so the people that apply and get jobs there are more than likely a high percentage are going to be democratic. So their mindset is based off of a democratic mindset versus being based off of a liberal mindset. Now, if, or conservative. Uh, so if you want to claim that you're not biased, then you need to open up more branches that are in say conservative States, uh, red States, um, so that way you have employees that are working for you that are, you know, uh, mm. of the conservative mindset as well as from the liberal mindset or democratic so that you can get, you know, views and opinions from both sides because you're never going to solve anything. You're never going to, uh, you know, fix issues that are arising in the U.S. if you don't talk to the other side and just uh, – you know, realize that they're a human being just like you are. If you can't have open, candid conversations with somebody about stuff, you're never going to fix an issue. So yeah. if you're going to go out there and you're going to say, you know, I'm liberal to the core, my, my, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa, you know, the last five generations of my family all voted liberal, I'm going to vote liberal. I'm going to vote Democrat. I'm going to vote Republican just because my family line says to vote Republican without ever hearing any of the ideas or philosophies or viewpoints or storyline narratives that, you know, that side of the uh, the fence votes on or talks about. So there might be people uh, like, for instance, you look at Joe Rogan. Um, Joe Rogan is a. Uh, pronounced democrat you know he he announces he's democrat but he also realizes that everything that the democrats believe on their platform is not correct like he's pro second amendment so he there are issues on both sides of the the fence that he agrees or disagrees with so you got to be open in the mindset to be able to listen to both sides of that uh of the fence and then make up your own mindset that way. The, if we can come together and stop, you know, saying I'm Democrat and I will not listen or change my mind on this or that or the other, we're, we're never going to get anywhere in the, in the world. You're only going to get somewhere by sitting down, having open, candid, you know, polite conversations with somebody and hear both sides of the uh, the argument and then come up with a central ground solution on how to fix things. Yeah. But you know what happened? Because people are too set in their ways and too interested and close-minded to listen to an opposing view anyway. 
Well, yeah, yeah. And that's just the way it is. People are too hard-headed. And a lot of people nowadays, they don't, like right now, a lot of people get their news from their phones. They'll get on their phones or they'll get on Facebook or Twitter and they get all their news from there. But then you got to figure Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, places like that, they have an algorithm algorithm in place that, you know, if you go on and you search for, you know, all left-sided or democratic viewpoint topics, that's what you're going to get. And then on your news feeds, that's all you're going to see is the left side of things. You oh. won't see the right side of things. So if you go out there and you look for both sides and try to – so go out there and – so like Fox News. Fox News is – majority of the time is a conservative news platform. CNN is a liberal news platform. But if you go out and you watch CNN and watch uh, Fox News, hear both sides of it, um, and you got, but you got to actually pay attention and pick through the bullshit because a lot of it is just one side bashing the other side. Um, but you got to you got to sit there and hear both sides and actually find the truth and actually put in the time and dig in and do your research on stuff. But people won't do that because they're too lazy. People are wanting that instant gratification in today's society, and that ain't coming out. Yeah. Yeah, and then also, like, what you said yesterday, um, there's, like, a lot of clickbaity stuff around. So, yeah. yeah. That's also one part lah. Let's add in. Yeah, and things are just things are just going to shit. I mean, with this whole cancel culture and everything that's coming around, people get too offended too easily. Um, yeah, I just seen some article where I don't know what it is, some company or something or candle product or something that's taking the word whitening out of their uh their product's name because it's considered a racial slur now and Seriously? then I was oh, yeah. like, I, there was somebody else that said uh that posted oh so are we gonna have black friday this year or is that considered racist because it's got the word black in it I mean, people are just mm-hmm. taking things way too far. Yeah, and that's way too serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't take stuff that far. I mean, like the like I've mentioned before, this whole Black Lives Matter uh, movement, the original intent of the movement was to bring light on police brutality. And nobody is uh, in a... In a Nobody out there is saying that there's no such thing as police brutality because there is. There's always going to be bad people. There's always going to be bad cops. There's going to be bad doctors. There's going to be bad politicians. There's going to be bad scientists. You're going to have a bad neighbor. There's always going to be a bad person out there. That You're never going to stop that. But the original... The original intent of the Black Lives Matter movement was to bring attention to that in a peaceful protest way. It was never about money. It was never about any of that. But now what it's become, it's become riots. It's become looting. It's become, you know, trashing everybody 
and throwing the whole police department into one category versus just um, admitting that there are just a few bad cops uh, trying to take over a city and abolish cops altogether and do this whole defund the police movement and all of that when in reality what you need to do is you need to give the police more money but you need to allocate it towards training and so like the military for instance if you go into the military and you try to join the army the army rangers or the freaking special forces or any of that you got to go through rigorous training to be even be accepted into those and you need to go through kind of the same thing you need to go through a more rigorous training session to get into a police to become a police officer than just a nine-week training course and then be thrown out there with a gun and a badge and all this power yeah you got like i said you get people who are like 21 fresh out of you know, school or whatever and coming out of their parents' house and there's the first job they've ever had and they go through nine weeks of training, which is mainly just, you know, here are the rules, laws, this is what you can and can't do, this is how you shoot a gun. And then they give you a uniform, they give you a badge, and they give you a gun and you go out on the streets and now you have all this power. And some people just don't know how to handle that. Um... I think one of the problems with giving police more money is I don't think I don't think people would support that like like with things are now I don't think people would like get behind that. Well, if you look at it now, like look at the overall uh, perception of the whole defund the police movement. Over, uh, you know, over eighty percent I think it is do not support defunding the police. They think it's a most idiotic idea. That's out there. Now, there are some people out there to say, well, the, the meaning of the defund the police was just to uh, bring attention that we need to reallocate where we're putting the money to the police, not take the money completely away from the police. Um, but majority of the people that started the defund the police movement was to defund altogether and take away. And you've seen that in Seattle for those two or three blocks where the police department just left the East Precinct and walked out, and they blocked off those three or four blocks. No police were allowed in there. No government official were allowed in there. No ambulances or anything like that was allowed in there. They weren't taking 911 calls for that area or nothing. So the, and, and obviously it's failed because now Seattle's talking about taking that, those three blocks back because of the increased number of shootings and violence that has happened in that area. Because that's what happens when you don't have police protection. Control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for small government, and we, we need as little government interaction in our life as possible. Just, but there are things where you need the government to be able to set standards, laws, procedures, you need police to be able to be out there to protect you and help protect the community. I mean, otherwise, you know, I'm going to take a shotgun or whatever and keep it in my house. Yeah, that would be bad. That's like a purge, if anything. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly oh, yeah. what it is. Yeah, that's definitely But I'm not all good. for a purge. 
<laughs> really? Oh, come. Have a one day purge. For real? I don't think that would be good. <laughs> that that yeah. would be a little awkward if you had a one day purge and you tried to, like, I don't know, kill your neighbor or something and then you, <laughs> you missed or you uh, only wounded them and you didn't kill them and then the next day comes around and you gotta act like everything's normal. Like, hi, Bob. How are you doing today? Getting this paper and you tried to kill me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I just got pointed point blank. What? Yeah, reminds, me it reminds me of the movie. What is it called? Like... The movie Purge? The Purge? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've seen that. I have a sheltered life. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like so, a horror movie, right? I don't really do horror movies. Uh, just, it's, it's basically a movie where you just more like a people. like a Friday the Thirteenth style movie. It's not really horror; <laughs> it's more gore and violence. Yeah. Okay. yeah. To be honest, they sort of like milk the series because like every every single purchase, well, killing, and some government trying to stay alive, you know, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what are you going to be doing today, Lisa? Not much. My head still hurts from when I woke up. I'm just hanging so out. So you're not going to try to no, sneak out of the house again like you did yesterday? No, I had cake yesterday. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cake was it? Yeah, what chocolate cake? orange. Chocolate orange? It's my favorite. My friend made them. Mm. Um, so we went and hung out in her garden for an hour. And then it started raining, so we came home. Uh, that sounds so pretty not, good. It was amazing. Wait, like, she's making Red lemon Velvet cake next time, uh, which is my son's favorite. So. <laughs> I like cheesecake. I like cheesecake. I like chocolate. Oh, cheesecake is awesome. Yeah. My mom makes this uh, pumpkin pie cheesecake with a Oreo crust. Oh, it's so oh my! <laughs> but it's like five hundred calories a slice. <laughs> my diet wouldn't handle that. <laughs> my diet doesn't handle it, it, but I make it handle it, <laughs> and then I kill myself <laughs> the next couple weeks. Yeah, I see. Know. I don't do exercise really, so I don't know. <laughs> what, I don't know what a diet is. <laughs> I just know. Yeah, just when know you're I young can... and you have a high metabolism, diets don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Exist. Then you get old, and then it's like, oh crap! I can't eat a full pizza and drink a two-liter Mountain Dew anymore. <laughs> I don't drink soda. I haven't oh, drank soda well, in good. like years. Yeah, that's I good for stopped. you. My daughter's the same way. Um, I I grew up really bad. I mean, I I drank a lot of soda, but like I didn't gain any weight when I was younger. Like <laughs> I all through from like middle school to senior year in high school, I weighed one seventy five, and I was and I'm six foot. So like I didn't gain any weight at all like I couldn't gain weight no matter what I used to eat like two large pizzas and drink a you know I drank like three or four one liters of Mountain Dew a day and so oh my god uh, I mean I used to like treat my body horrible and then I get out of high school and then like 18 19 years old and then I get a you know I have a real-time full-time job working on the a shipping dock loading and unloading trucks and like real strenuous hardworking work more than just sitting in a classroom all day and fucking next thing i know i'm like i'm 220 230 
And I was like, damn, man, I gained weight fast. That's because my metabolism went down. And then by the time I was like 24, I think I, when I joined the Army, I was uh, 211 when I joined the Army because I had to lose some weight. Um, but now I'm 31. I'll be 32 this year. And uh, I'm like 250 right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah. And the older you get, the harder it gets, especially for me. Like, my knees are breaking down, so I can't run anymore like I used to. I used to just be able to run all the time, and then that would help lose a lot of weight. That's what but I do now right I now. I can't do a lot of running. Um, but, like, when I raise my kids, like, my daughter, she doesn't drink soda at all. She hates soda. Yeah, um, my really? she only drinks. She only drinks water. And... She doesn't like tea. Um, <laughs> she she sometimes likes orange juice, apple juice, grape juice, pineapple juice. She loves those. Yeah, I like um, that but too. She, she she mainly drinks just water um, and milk. She likes milk. Uh, really? I, love <laughs> I still love I milk. Hate, I hate milk. Yeah, me too. I can't you know what them. they say? They say that a majority of people when. When their kids are not lactose intolerant, there are some, but majority of them aren't lactose intolerant. But a lot of like adults, they'll like milk when they're kids, but then when they get older, they they don't have a taste for milk anymore. They don't like it. They think it's disgusting. But then the they say of the whole world population, um, there's only like twenty or thirty percent of adults um, that still can drink milk or tolerate milk and they said that if you know something god forbid something was to happen and armageddon came around those 20 or 30 percent of adults that can still drink milk would have a higher chance of survival versus the rest of the population because we can we have another means of uh liquid or vitamins to get by drinking milk yeah, because animals produce milk, like cows and goats and whatever. So I like to say that I'm a part of that superior percentage <laughs> that can survive longer. Just like I'm, 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 I'm uh, blonde and blue eyes. So I guess in what was it, Hitler's uh, mindset, we were the superior yeah. race, race in the United States. <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> Well, if I had to drink milk to survive, I would do it. No. Okay. I can. I can. Well, I, I do milk. like I do Wait, like almond but... I like almond milk. Oh, you yeah, I like almond milk too. No. I don't like that almonds. Horrible. I can't I, I yeah. like almond milk. I want coconut milk is really good too. Oh really? Wait, you drink... coconut milk is drinkable? Yeah. I thought you yeah, coconut what? milk is really good. It's not very nice. Wait, it's drinkable? It's already put in foods. So then you eat with that. Yeah, coconut milk's good. Uh, oh, almond milk is good. Uh, I can drink. I can drink any any kind of milk. Um, anything from skim milk to two percent to whole milk to whatever. I mean, I can drink any of it. I don't drink a lot of it because it's fattening, but uh. I can drink it. So, yeah, you were saying about, talking about your daughter. So, have she tried coffee? 
No, she hasn't. I mean, she's only seven years old. Oh, yeah. Good point. Let's not do that. (laughs) When I was seven years old, I was munching on the Swedish fish, the Sour Patch, the Skittles. Oh, yeah. She loves all that. Yeah, I loved all that, too. And I didn't gain a single pound. When I was, like, 11 years old. Lucky you. (laughs) Coffee is the best. I drank coffee I went to Korea in 2017, and I was, uh, gosh, at that time, I guess I was like 28, 29. And when I got to Korea, I never, up to that 28 years of my life, never had coffee one time. No and, way. Um, no way. No way. I, I, I don't know. Oh, my God. How? <laughs> Like, I'm 16 how? and never I, had coffee. I, I would see people like go to Starbucks and stuff, and then there's like a million and one names for coffees, and I was like, "What the hell?" It's like, and then I tried going to like a gas station one time, and I tried to make me a cup of coffee because I smelled the hazelnut, and I was like, "Oh man, hazelnut smells so good." So I was like, "I don't know how to mix this right," so I like put some coffee in it, and then I put some hazelnut, and then I, I was like, ah, vanilla sounds good, too. And I put a little bit of vanilla in there, and I mixed it up, and it was I took one sip, and I threw it up. I was like, this is disgusting. I, I guess I didn't yeah. get the mixtures right or something. And so I went to Korea, and then I was uh, dating a girl over there at the time, and she got me into it. And I was like, I don't know what any of this shit is. Like, I don't know what a venti you know, whatever it is, and so she was like, oh, you should just try this, and so my first ever coffee was a venti cafe latte with hazelnut, and it was like to die for. I fell in love with it, and then I tried like Americanos, and so now there's like two or three different kinds of coffee I'll drink, and then my mindset is coffee, coffee's supposed to be hot. But a lot of people have iced coffee now. And I was like, that just yeah. seems disgusting to have iced <laughs> coffee. I still haven't tried that. <laughs> I don't understand how you guys like coffee at all. I was addicted to coffee. coffee now. Just iced coffee, which is hot, and then they iced it, and there's like a cold brew where basically you try to brew the coffee out of the beans, but through cold water. Yeah, yeah, there is like a process for it. It's worth a shot. I don't know. It just seems <laughs> retarded to me, but I mean, I guess it makes a little sense because during the summertime, people want coffee, but they don't want it hot because it's already hot out. I don't oh, yeah. drink my coffee cold in work because I never get to it hot. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I always drink cold coffee in work. <laughs> don't you feel disgusting after drinking coffee? No. No. Because it's like no. Not when you wait for thirty odd hours. <laughs> I feel I more alive. I had to drink a lot of coffee when I was eleven years old. If, because I, if I'm having a lazy day and I go and I uh, make me a cup of coffee, then I just feel more alive after after that. It's like my day is. I'm ready to get going. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the coffee is like a muscle in my life. Yeah. So and and it's not as uh. It's not as bad for you as, like, say, drinking a soda. So, like, I mean, I drink the coffee for the caffeine. Um, but, like, I could also go drink a soda for caffeine. 
but the caffeine from the soda is bad for you compared to the caffeine for the coffee because the soda has all that extra sugar and all that, you know, corn syrup and all that shit in it. The coffee, yeah, I mean, it's a... It's not bad. It's not the greatest thing in the world for you, but it's better for you than soda, and you can still get the same amount of caffeine or more. They also have this. Um, they also have gum with caffeine in it too. What? Yeah, they got caffeine gum. I don't think that works though. Oh really? I mean, I've tried everything. I mean, being in the army, you have to pull twenty-four hour guard shifts a lot, and so. When I'm on these guard shifts, I used to be able to do it no problem, but now I'm, I can't pull 24-hour shifts anymore. I get too freaking bored and tired. But So I, I try everything. I'll try energy drinks. I'll try coffee. I'll try, you know, caffeine pills, the five-hour energy shots. I mean, anything to keep me up. And, you know, some stuff works for two or three hours, and then you just go on a huge crash. And the like, crash is the worst. Then it's even... Yeah, and it's even harder to try to stay awake. So now it's like I just try to avoid it, and I just, you know, when I do have to pull it, I'll just drink as much water as I can and then just try to, you know, find a bunch of stuff and spread it out over time because, like, if I pull a 24-hour CQ shift at the barracks, um, the, the first 12 hours, you know, the shift goes from 9 in the morning to 9 the next morning. So the first 12 hours of the shift is, you know, goes by really fast because people are awake. They're going in and out of the barracks. You're talking to people. There's, It's light outside. It's easier to just uh, um, stay awake. And then that last 12 hours of the shift, it's like, oh, my God. It goes by so mm-hmm. slow because it's the middle of the night. Everybody's sleeping. It's so quiet. It's dark outside. You're a runner that you're working with. Um, nine times out of ten, my runner is freaking boring and doesn't want to talk and and do all that. So it makes it even more difficult to stay up that last, you know, 12 hours of the shift. Yeah, I can't imagine myself doing that. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the thing about drinking coffee is that you get used to it. So if you don't have it, then you're screwed for the rest of the day. No, it's not, depends. It's, it depends it's how dependent you are. It depends how what? Dependent yeah. on coffee you are. So, like, if oh. you're a person that drinks, like, ten cups of coffee a day, and then you go a day where you only have five or none. Hello? Hi. I think it's back. Hold on. Is Sean tagging something? What? Buck. Did something happen to Buck? Yeah, I think so. Oh. It's not. It's not. It's not. I think it's just Mike. Uh, am I allowed to tag email? Buck, I can't hear you. Buck. Oh no. Anyway, so no, let me no, address no, 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 no. you all with well, topics. So, can we so take, previously, I, can we I think I've seen... To... No, hold on. So, uh, regarding no. coffee, caffeine is actually quite useful in um, treating or, so I say, 
use as a painkiller for migraines, migraines or yeah, or yeah, yeah that, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, so I I have migraine and we have they have this kind of um pills we call it Doctor Coffee. So it's basically a caffeine pill. You you have it and then you will well eventually you'll feel better. Yeah. You need like a really oh, concentrated caffeine. Oh, you're back, but. But? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're back. My, <laughs> my, yeah, my Discord, I guess, uh, stopped working for a second. I was talking, yeah. and all of a sudden, it just went away. That's what happens to mine on my when I'm on voice. Yeah, so we were like, "But are you there?" <laughs> yeah, you're like mid-word. <laughs> are we on mobile? Yeah, I'm on mobile. Oh. Yeah. So, but I mean, so like, new topic? sure. I mean, wait, did so? No, because you were asking what we're discussing. So, you know, people seen the event. I don't even talk about it on your podcast. It's really up to you. No, I mean, I I don't care. This is this podcast is to talk about anything and everything, whatever comes, it comes. So, what does the other viewers or listeners want to talk about? I mean, yeah. So whatever, whoever it is I'm talking to, or with, or whatever, whatever they want to talk about or hear, then we'll we'll do it. All right. All right. Um, since, I have a good question. Huh? Oh yeah. What's up? Yeah. All right. So like, I remember one of my teachers telling me this question. So um. If you have one hour to live, what would you do with that oh, hour? This oh, my gosh. Oh. Man, I don't know. I hate this kind of questions, not gonna lie. It's like so yeah. unrealistic. I'd play Clash. And I'd play <laughs> I, I have no idea what I would do in that one hour. Yeah, I have no idea either. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say goodbye? Well, probably. yeah, probably. that would probably be one thing. I'd probably say goodbye to all my family and everything. Uh, probably spend. I'll probably <laughs> just try to spend as much time with my kids as I could. Yeah. Yeah. True. Spend uh, time with your family. I don't know what I would do beyond that. <laughs> Trying to uh, promote this uh, event that our event team yeah, put so, on. Yeah. So, but, but, so since Bug Alisa is here, okay. So yeah, just now Bug was asking what we're talking in the other channel. And, well, to keep it simple, we're actually discussing about themes and, you know, how we're going to band each other, you know, having fun. So, I think, according to Q, Q7 here, he's saying mm-hmm. Battle Elite is making own, his own team, as having a team. And then, so he got me thinking, like, okay, let's go Reloaded, let's go one team. And then I get, I think I asked Sap or someone to go for Team for Enigma. And then, suddenly, the the... the the what call it, the conversation suddenly turned into let's ban Buck and Lisa from joining the teams. No. <laughs> no, we don't because if you guys join one of their teams or, or join whoever, we're screwed. The rest of us are screwed. Well, well you I'm guys are such great attackers. Well it's an instant cheese stuff. I am not a great attacker. You're I'm fo- I got <laughs> one army and that's the the Queen Charge minor army and that's about <laughs> all I can do attacking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Going to this. But I mean, so, so... you gotta also look at it as I've got four accounts. 
Lisa's got like I don't know, twelve accounts. Who knows? Well, what? Then, yeah, wow. Uh, so she's got various town hall levels, so she can join any team or multiple teams with different town hall levels. Um, I could join a team or two, and I've got you know I can go in with any town hall. I don't have to go in with my thirteen. I've got my thirteen. I got a brand new eleven. I've got a ten, and I've got a town hall eight. So I can go in with any of those town hall levels. It doesn't have to be my 13. Um, Lisa, she she can go in with any of her town hall levels. She just prefers not to do town hall 10 because she uh, despises town hall 10. Why? Oh, why is that? Mm-hmm. Because she's great. a horrible attacker at town hall 10 and she doesn't like it. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Wait, so, so would you and Lisa and maybe Joe Consider joining as a team. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Not gonna lie. So I thought about yeah, that too. Fun. I thought about that maybe like uh, me, Lisa, Joe, uh, Stash, and Skittles maybe or something. Um, we would get a team together. Me, Joe, uh, me, Joe, uh, yeah, some, just some, some, some people. I mean, yeah. Cool. So I mean, like maybe like me, Joe, Elena, uh, Lisa, and Stash, or Skittles, or one of them, you know. And then between all of us, we all have enough uh, various different accounts that we can probably fill a five v five. What is it? One of each town hall. Oh, yeah, from 9 to 13. 9 to 13? Yeah. So between all of us, we've all got enough accounts to where we can fill uh, a five-man team if we wanted to. The only thing is trying to get Joe to want to agree to that because what is it? It's like a tournament every week and then the final week's the finals if you make it. It's not every week, no. Oh, yeah. So I think uh, a lot of people have been this misunderstanding. And I think I just received a question in cash chat also. So let me just put it this way. The first three weeks are separate com- uh, from the tournament. The first three weeks is to give you a taste of how does this event going to feel like. And then for the last week is the tournament where it happens almost every day, depending if you can go to the finals. Yeah. Well, yeah. like the thing is, is... Like, I'm sure we could do that. Most definitely, we should be able to get teams put together for uh, for each clan. Um, just trying to oh, get yeah, a yeah. team put together for to have Joe involved. Um, that's another issue just because of Joe's so busy with all the editing and thumbnails and video recording and putting out videos every day on top of doing schoolwork every day. Um, he won't have time to do uh, an event or anything like that. So what we got to do is just make sure that um, if there are like good attacks and stuff like that that are around the town hall level, like there are any good town hall 10s or 11s that attack and they have good three stars or whatever, we just got to inform Joe of, hey, come check this one out. This is a different army or something like that. Or oh, this yeah, oh, yeah great attack and he can come and review it and possibly add it to one of his videos 
um, as long as it fits whatever series he's doing, whether it's a rush base or whether it's a, a town hall 10, Utah soon to be 11. 11 series. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then quick. at the, the, the finals or whatever, when it gets streamed, uh, just inform Joe what clan it's going to be in so he can join and actually record it. Um, he would rather record the live stuff than actually try to be in it because if he's in the finals, if for whatever yeah. reason we make a team and we go to the finals, um, he's not going to want to attack live on stream. He just doesn't like attacking live, especially when war hits and especially with, uh, you know, the stakes as high as they are. Yeah. And so, since I know there's like a bit of fun going around the staff, why don't you make Team Buck and versus a maybe a Team Staff? Team or like Team Buck versus Team, team Canadian. Buck versus... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we could. We could do something like yeah. that. Yeah. So... I put out an announcement in all the clans uh, saying, you know, Check out the Sign Your Roles channel. Make sure you get the event. Yeah, uh, I saw that. The event thing, and then make sure you check out the event announcements. And I also added at the end that I expect uh, every clan to have a team. So, oh, yeah, reload that. That's like two or three already. Yeah, so <laughs> this should hopefully put uh, some more pressure on the server to want to. Uh, participate a little bit more because it's no fun if nobody wants to participate um yeah. and then i also put out in the staff chat that they need to uh that they need to try to push uh conversations in the server as they're uh talking in their sections kind of push out you know trying to promote the event section a little bit more and that's why i also put out that server announcement uh, Jayonic, she messaged me and asked me if I could uh, uh, push that push that out and try to promote the event section more because there's a lot of people that I guess don't understand how to get the event uh, role to be able to see event announcements and stuff. Uh, so I pushed that out uh, throughout the server. I also messaged Joe to try to get an idea of how much uh, uh, prize prize winning we can get from Supercell, um, so all that's been pushed out as well. All right. So I don't know if this is a very valid question to ask you, but have Jay contact you regarding the prize? Yeah. And you agree to it? Well, no, I didn't. So she contacted oh, no. me regarding the prize. Um, and broke it all down, you know, first place gets this much, yeah, um, yeah. second place this much, third place this much, total of this many. So what I did was I took that and I pushed it to Joe. And I was like, this is what our event team is thinking. This is the kind of prize they had in mind. What can we get uh, from Supercell? Would they be willing to sponsor it like this, or would they have a different breakdown in mind, or whatnot? So I pushed it to Joe. He's off today because it's Sunday. Um, oh, yeah. So I should probably get an answer probably later today from him or tonight. Right. 
when he's starting to edit the video and stuff to push out for tomorrow. Um, once I get that combo back from him, um, he, he's probably just going to say, okay, we're going to push it out to Supercell. We'll get an answer from Supercell, and then he'll let me know once he gets an answer back. So hopefully in the next couple of days we should have a good answer. Um, we definitely will have an answer before the actual finals start. So the week of the finals, we'll be able to push out what the actual award is. So for now, just keep it like you have it in the announcements of, yeah. you know. So because, like, since there's, like, 14 of us, I was like, oh, 13, including the bot. So I was wondering um, if I thought that you actually agreed it and then we could actually just announce the gem prize now. But, okay, I see your, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't say... Like, if we wanted to go that route and say, yeah, let's approve that the way it is, we could, and we all just chip in money to purchase the gems ourselves, or mm -hmm. we could just get reach out to Supercell and see what they're willing to sponsor. And if they're willing to sponsor it, then Supercell will give the gems directly to them. And then, uh, so say if me, you, Jay, Lisa, and Stash, or whatever, are all on one team, and say we win the finals, whatever, and the winnings is broken up between each team member, then we could be like, oh, okay, well, I want, you know, uh, I don't want the gems sent to my account that I had in the the event because I'm already maxed out on it or something. I don't need the gems. But I've got, you know, a mini account that I want the gem sent to. So the way Supercell works is, so say if we're the winning team, I all we have to do is send them a screenshot of our uh, profile in-game with, with our player tag on it. That way that we telling Supercell that we want the gem sent to that account specifically. So I could do that. And we could do all that. So it doesn't have to be the account that you won with. Uh, it could be one of your alternate accounts, too. Um, you just have to send a screenshot with the player tag. I'll send everything to Joe. Joe sends it to Supercell. And then, you know, five to seven days or three to five days after we send everything to Supercell and they receive it, Supercell will deposit the gems directly to that account in-game and you'll get a message in game on your account that the gems were deposited or for you, are ready for you to claim. Right. So it's not something that you're going to get like when the tournament is over. You're not going to get it that same day. You're going to get it, you know, a week yeah. later or three days later or whatever. It is like sort of guaranteed you will get it, right? Yes, yes. Especially yeah. Supercell. I mean, whether we sponsored ourselves and we all just chip in money to, you know, purchase gems or whatever, or do PayPal giveaways or whatever, um, or if Supercell sponsors it, either way, you're going to get the gems. Um, now, if we obviously, if we have to go the route where Supercell won't sponsor it and we have to try to sponsor the winnings ourselves through PayPal or whatever, then obviously you're going to have to be able to accept PayPal to get the money to be able to purchase the gems or whatever. Um, but if Supercell sponsors it, and which we haven't had any issues with them not sponsoring anything when we ask, um, if Supercell sponsors it, 
then you're guaranteed to get the gems. Uh, Supercell will directly put the gems to that account in game. And all you got to, when you get that message, all you got to do is hit the claim. It'll, it'll populate like a clam mail. Um, you'll check your clam mail and it'll, the notification message will be right there. Um, and it'll say, congratulations, you can claim your 500 gems or whatever it is. And you just hit claim and then you've got the gems. But it's not instant. So you have to wait like three or four days after the event is over because it gives Supercell the time to process it all and distribute out the gems. But it would be guaranteed. Oh, yeah. So, which we haven't had any issues. Supercell sponsored uh, two of our events in the past, as well as Supercell used to sponsor a bunch of uh, FC tournament styles that Joe used to do back in the day with Reddit. Okay, okay. So, well, since we are on this of this topic, wouldn't would you mind like giving me your feedback regarding the event? Like, what do you think? Is it is it great? Like, is it interesting? Is it, yeah, is it... it's definitely interesting, and it's definitely something different. And I, like I said, if you do stuff like this, it's fun, enjoyable, you know, different. Um, but it's also still in a tournament style, which a lot of people like, and that's where the majority of the server's attention is, is in tournament-style events. Um, it It's different, it's fun, it's unique, it's something that you're not going to see out there in other servers very often. You might see one or two here and there, but that's about it. Um, and that's all we're trying to do is, like, so it would get boring just doing a tournament every month, same same style tournament every month, and then a lot of times you get the same people applying, so then you get the same people winning all the time. It just becomes dull. So by switching it up and adding a twist to these tournaments like you are, um, it makes it a lot more funner, more enjoyable. It's like, okay, now it's going to actually take some skill because now you have to actually figure out, oh, hey, if I'm banned from using this troop, now i got to figure out how to readjust my army um, or readjust a army to be able to attack and have a good solid attack. So it's yeah, yeah. definitely something different, um, which so, is what Jerry's like, wanting. Yeah, so whoever's listening to this podcast, I just want to put out a... Credit. Like, I'm just gonna give credit where credit is due. Um, this event was inspired, sort of said, by Hello, you know the avocado. Yeah. So she she because she once posted a picture was like, uh, players banning each other, you know. So yeah. it got me thinking, like, hmm, how come I feel like I've seen this before? Then I just realized when you play rank or something in Dota or some mobile game. So yeah. you get to ban heroes. It's like, okay, you cannot choose this guy. Uh, you know, I don't play Dota, so you cannot choose this hero, you can choose that hero. So that just got me, like, working on this whole project, and I was like, okay, let's go. You cannot, you ban a troop, so let's... So, so you can strategize, but here's the, here's the kick. If you ban a troop, you cannot use it yourself also. So, like, I, like, like, like let's say I'm fighting against Joe, and then I know Joe's a hawk lover, I will ban hawks. But at the same time, I'll be at a disadvantage because I am also a hawk lover. So, yeah. yeah, it really poses a dynamic where, you know, you have to really strategize. I'm pretty sure, like, people will be banning dragons or maybe bowlers, you know. It's really fun to see how what people's going to ban and then they change the army accordingly. 
Yeah, so it'd be real interesting, like especially somebody like me who's a minor attacker. I love using minors to attack, um, and I use queen charge a lot too. So most of my attacks, even if it's not minors, even if I use another attack strategy, uh, mo most of my war attacks involve a queen charge or queen walk of some point, of some style. So if they were to ban healers, Oh man, that would change up my whole attack strategy because now I can't do my queen walk or queen charge like I planned. Or if they were to ban miners, oh crap! Now I've got to think of a new army that I can use that can that I can attack without using any miners involved. So it takes it'll take it'll show somebody's skill and diversity in how they can maneuver different armies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whenever uh, the first second I heard about banning stuff, I start I my mind went to heroes being banned. <laughs> well, you can't ban heroes, so the heroes. Oh, healers. Like, healers. I think you say healer. Oh, healers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Banning healers yeah. would be game changing because majority of today's top metas at any town hall from nine and above, anyways includes the queen walk or queen charge in some way um or as you get to town hall 11 12 and 13 you start to incorporate the grand warden walk into attack strategies yes the grand warden walk is different because eventually you're going to start off with the grand warden walk and all it is is to help funnel but then it's gonna yep. that walk is gonna merge into wherever your main uh, kill squad is going to attack. So then eventually that Grand Warden then uh, meets back up with your your main kill squad to finish off the attack. But it helps with the funneling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Let's see what other oh, yeah. questions. Uh, somebody asked, do you prefer manual automatic cars? Um, so like with me, I prefer uh, I prefer automatic, but I can drive manual. Um, my I've got a 1971 Chevelle Malibu SS with a 454 bit block, and it's automatic, but it it's a freaking beast of a machine, um, beast of a car. But there's a lot of cars out there, like a lot of the Ford Mustangs is all automatic like but i'm not a ford fan i like the old style mustangs i like the the old uh like mustang boss mustang shelby's the old old ones but the newer ones i'm not a fan of i'm well i wonder if you your, your us like i would say have this system where you can have your driving license you have different driving licenses between automatic and manual. Do you have that? Yes. Yeah, so like, obviously when you first start driving, you got to get a learner's permit or driver's permit. Then you get a driver's license. And then once you get your driver's license, then everything's broken up into class. So you got like class A, class C, class B, and all of that. And that's just based off of the size of the vehicle. So like if you drive a motorcycle, you have to have a motorcycle license um, on top of your regular driver's license. Um, if you want to drive a semi-truck, uh, you got to have a certain license uh, to drive a semi-truck. You got to have like a Class C or something license. Uh, 
to drive a, or CDL. You have to have a CDL license to drive uh, a semi-truck. But if you want to drive a box truck, which is not as big as a semi-truck, but bigger than a truck, then you still have to have a certain license, uh, take a test to get a certain license to drive that on versus just driving a regular car. Just like with planes, you got to have a pilot license to fly a plane or fly a helicopter or something like that. All right. So Next. there's definitely different um, stuff out there. Have you ever tried the body armor drink before? Never heard of it. Yeah, never heard of it either. Uh, Garmin. What is the best smartwatch, in my opinion? Um, well, I don't know. I haven't really gotten into the smartwatch realm too much. Um, I recently just bought one. It was a... Uh, oh, I forgot. I don't remember the name of my smartwatch, to be honest. I think it's the Gear 2. Samsung Gear 2 is what I got, and I like it. I mean, it does what I need it to do. I, I'm not a big, big into the smartwatch realm, um, so I wouldn't know where to go with that. What phone do I have? Um, currently, the phone I have is a Samsung uh, Note 8, and I've had that since 2017, and it's still running like a brand-new phone. Electric or gasoline cars? Um, I prefer gasoline, but I hear uh, a lot of good reviews on the new uh, the new Teslas. Uh, so I'd be interested to try out one of the new Teslas uh, to see how it how it goes. Um, do I play any other games? So I play Pokemon uh, Shield on the Nintendo Switch. I also play uh, Legend of Zelda on the Switch. I've got Assassin's Creed. Uh, I love sports games, so I play uh, basketball. I play football. I play golf. Um, so I'll play any sports games. I'm not a big Call of Duty fan. I do like uh, Battlefield, and I do like, like uh, Tom Clancy games. Those are my favorite. Oh. Oh. I do not oh. play Minecraft. Minecraft is <laughs> such a fucking kid's game. My son plays Minecraft, oh, yeah. and my I daughter plays Minecraft, but I will never play Minecraft. That, do your children play Clash? Or we no, so they don't, they don't play Clash. Um, I, I don't know if they have enough attention span yet to really try to focus on Clash. Um, to be honest, I never even thought about trying to get them to play it. Um, they do play Minecraft. They do play Roblox. Um, they uh, My son loves playing Ooh, Fortnite. Um, but that's just, that's just stuff... Uh, that they love, I, I don't think I would play it, but uh, <laughs> that's just me. So, someone asked, how do you get into Clash? How did I get into Clash? So, uh, 
I got into it when it first came out uh, back in, what, 13 or whatever it was. Um, there was a, a guy in my motor pool at work um, in the Army. He played Clash. He started playing it right when it first came out. And then uh, I started playing it, and then it came out to where you could start building clans and stuff together. So we were in the same clan together. And a bunch of us at work started playing it together and had our own clan. And then it went on like that. And I played Clash all the way up until 2017. Yeah, end of 16, beginning of 17 when I went to Korea. And I didn't play Clash at all when I was in Korea. And then uh, probably March of February, March of 18, of 2018 is when I started playing Clash of Clans again because uh, another one of my buddies here at work uh, in the motor pool, he started playing. He was, like, really into it. And that's when, uh, like, back when I stopped playing, there wasn't any, like, YouTubers that you could follow for Clash of Clans. Discord wasn't a thing for Clash of Clans. None of that. So uh, when I picked it back up in 2018, that's when I felt followed Joe. Uh, and we found Joe on, uh, on YouTube and then me and my buddy, me and him subscribed to his channel and we've been subscribers ever since. And, uh, we just follow him now. So, and this was right when Joe started picking back up YouTube again, because he had that year or so off. So that year that I took off, uh, he, he just started YouTube, uh, probably right before, I quit YouTube or I quit uh, Clash of Clans. And so when I picked Clash of Clans back up was right when he started picking Clash of Clans back up on stream. So like now if you see streams of him on Clash and he's got like like this past Friday, we had like over 600 viewers. Uh, but oh, yeah. I remember when Joe would stream three times a week and we only had like 35 viewers every stream. So it was easier for everybody to talk. Um, now it's, you know, becoming a little bit more difficult because, you know, you got 600 freaking people on there now following, which is a good thing. And he's only streaming once a week. Back then, he used to stream three times a week, but he can't keep it up anymore. What do you think of the future of Clash? Will there be a Town Hall 20 <laughs> and space for buildings? And like ten heroes. So uh, it's hard to think that far ahead. Um I probably won't be playing Clash by the time a town hall twenty comes out. But do I wouldn't say it's impossible. Um they can always do stuff. They can expand the 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 screen or whatever they can expand the amount of space available to make room for more buildings do i think there will be 10 heroes though hell no i really doubt there will be 10 heroes um because it would just yeah like like pekka said it would be too much and it would break the game um so i, I don't know someone said before um when they introduce a hero they're actually quite careful and they're really scared about it because they don't want to change the too much of the dynamics of the game. Yeah, Joe said that. 
Yeah. Oh, Joe? All right. Yeah. Because so, since Joe works for, well, he does, like, he works with Supercell, and he's got a dev build and stuff like that, he gets to try out some of the stuff. He also is in a group chat with the Supercell team, so he has direct contact with the, the team from Supercell. Um, him and all the other creators do. Um, and they're able to put in their input of what they see and what changes they feel need to be made or change of life or stuff like that. And they'll bring up ideas that we think about, like, hey, let's go change the name of a clan. And then he'll push that info up to uh, Supercell, and Supercell will come back and say, well, if we do, this is the the issue that, or problem we're going to run into, and this is why we haven't done it yet. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. We didn't think about it from that point of view. We're just thinking about it from, you know, a simple mindset of it. So, like, the whole being able to share loot, if you are maxed out on loot, you being able to share loot with your clan mates, that's not going to happen anytime soon because what their their big fear is is, What's to stop me from having my max, you know, 13 that I have nothing else to max out on, just donate loot directly to my mini account and then easily, you know, upgrade everything on my mini account. And then I don't have to put in the work or anything on that account to farm or do any of that. I don't have to put in that work to upgrade that town hall because I can just give as much loot and resources from my main account over to my mini account. So they don't want to do that because it'll break the game. So that's why they won't do any of that. Uh, yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, I think we'll, unless anybody has any more questions, I am going to probably go ahead and close up today's session of it. I'll get this downloaded. I'll review it, and then uh, I'll probably push it out tomorrow at 7 a.m. So at 7 a.m., it'll be available on Simplecast, and it'll be available on uh, Spotify, uh, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, that is. Now, I tested it out this morning, so the episode that came out this morning, um, it came out on Simplecast at 7 a.m., because that's the platform I use to push it out. Um, it dropped at 7 a.m. like I had it scheduled to, but it didn't populate on Spotify until like 15 minutes later. So about 7.15-ish is when it came out on Spotify. There was that, that little 15-minute delay. So um, I guess right now what I want to try to do is I want to try to, I guess, keep the 7 a.m. deadline. Um, I'll try to release an episode, have it released at 7 a.m. I'll record it the day prior, um, and then that episode will drop at 7 a.m. every morning. Um, again, that's not anything that's set in stone. We won't have a schedule set in stone or anything until after I leave for Korea. So on Monday of next week, not this coming Monday, but the 6th of July, I'll be flying out to start my travel to Korea. So there might be a day or so where I don't have any podcasts posted, or I might that weekend before I might just do multiple sessions on 
in here in the Discord channel and record them. That way I can have some content already saved. That way I can have stuff scheduled to release uh, during those days that I'm not going to be able to record anything. Um, and I'll be in Korea on the 8th and then be getting settled in and doing my quarantine and all that. So then I should be able to resume back on the 8th, uh, barring... I can still get internet connection and all that because I'm not going to be in my set house or anything like that yet. I'll be in some transition barracks. Um, so we'll see how it all goes. Um, so for now, I guess while I'm still stateside, I'm going to try to have everything scheduled to release at 7 a.m. in the morning on those two platforms. As soon as Apple and Google approve my podcast, um, I'll be able to have the episodes released on there as well. So uh, let me just check and make sure there was no more questions. Uh, would you change the podcast timing to the one like right now? So like as far as when I'm going to do the session for recording purposes, um, I'll try to keep it around the same time, but there's no guarantees, uh, especially once I get over to Korea because I'll be in a different time zone than what I am now. Currently, I don't really have to work at all because I'm just sitting at home waiting until I PCS. Um, I'll have a couple days this week that I will have to go into work to final out and do some stuff. Um, but majority of that will be kind of in the afternoon. Um, and then I think on the third, I'll be the second and third, I'll be traveling a lot. So I don't know how much I'll be able to really record during this time frame. Um, but I'll do the best I can. Uh, the time frame for the channel, for the recording itself, will probably change here and there, trying to find the best time slot where I get the most activity. Um, I, I like that there's a lot of people on, but there's also only like three or four people talking. Um, now, that's fine, as long as you guys continue to have questions or whatever. Um, but uh, we want to try to find a time frame where we can get like, you know, 10 people or so on that can talk. Um, that way we can hold multiple conversations and be able to get different viewpoints from everybody else. Uh, but until next time, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, close this one out. I just checked the, the uh, question channel and nobody had any more further questions. So we're going to end this and hopefully you all have a good day. Goodbye.